hey, it's election day and I can't vote because I'm Canadian. I can't vote here in the States, but let's talk for a little bit about women's voices. This year, 2018, has been a historic year for women and I understand that this election day means a lot to women. Women are running for seats in historic numbers. I believe it's there's 16 women running for 36 seats in the house. That's my understanding. I'm still kind of rusty on, uh, well, not rusty because I never knew it, but I, I'm just growing in my understanding of American uh, political systems. Anyways, but I do understand really clearly the anger that women are feeling and the motivation they're feeling this year to get their voices heard. And, and that is actually a rather big part of what I'm doing here. Um, you know, as a hockey mom, maybe that doesn't sound like the most empowered position to be in. Um, you know, I'm not the one doing the activity. I'm supporting the activity. And, and haven't there been some other... Didn't Sarah Palin once come out as a hockey mom I refer to herself as that and definitely I want to distance myself from her version of hockey mom um or whatever she called herself that's that's not what I'm trying to do I'm, I'm trying to do something that has a woman's voice to it and shows that the love of hockey um can exist in many different ways and here's my voice on this podcast showing you that my way it exists and and as you've come to see um that means uh, a whole lot of support work sometimes and not a lot of time for actually sitting and watching the games. I have a very strong desire to watch more professional hockey games on TV and on my uh, laptop and, and I don't get a lot of time to do so. And um, But, you know, I'm taking the time to talk to other hockey fans because I'm a big believer in the woman's voice. And and you know that I'm pretty self-deprecating sometimes and I don't always have a lot of confidence about doing this podcast. But I keep showing up and part of that showing up, a big, big part of it is believing that there's a place for voices, women's voices. Um, Sometimes these voices might rub people the wrong way. They might sound weak or um, grating or sort of ignorant and and you know I own that sometimes I might sound like any of those things um, I've heard women um, sort of mothers at hockey practice kind of hold a sort of low status I'm going to be honest like the fact that I'm doing this podcast isn't in any way shape or form sort of um, represent how I have a high status at our organization or that you know my voice is important there it's you know I'm just one face of the many hundreds of moms that walk around there in their big coats and and uh, chat a little bit with each other in the stands and you know I have to speak up for some of those hockey moms because the rink is a pretty macho place and you know recently I was talking with a mom in the stands whose uh, son was having a little bit of um you know getting having a little bit of hard time in the in the locker room um he is it's not risen to the level of bullying but he's sort of one of the maybe less powerful figures on his team and some of the um other boys are you know throwing shit at him and and it's it's hurting this kid anyway so you know interestingly talking because I've been in her position uh before and I was interested to listen to her story I wanted to uh support her and give her um 
a compassionate ear because I know that it's hard to get that in in sometimes in the hockey community it's it's still a pretty macho place and and sometimes it offends me to be part of it Um, I'm trying to be part of the change in it as I'm sure you are too if you're listening to this um because I think hockey's changing. Anyways, that mom reported to me that she had promised her son that from now on she wouldn't be the one to call the coach. She'd let his dad call the coach. And that particularly struck me when she said that. Her point was that she felt like she had made it worse by speaking up. And in fact, she ended up to be a target. Some of the kids were making fun of his mom in the change room. And she ended up being a target um, for some of the bad feelings and, and, you know, that, that struck me. And I sort of said to her, you know, why though, why did you tell him and his dad, why did you promise them that you won't be the one to speak up anymore? And the reason she did is because she felt like she had made things worse. You know, people were saying things about her, like, oh, she loves her son a lot, but she's overprotective and stuff like that. But, you know, this is a pretty young kid, and, and and she was intelligent enough to notice what was going on. She was compassionate enough to care, and she was empowered enough to try and do something about it and reach out and use her voice. And, and to be honest, she was kind of um, thrown under the bus for the effort, and I've seen this over and over again. And and as a mom, you sort of think, I don't want to make things worse, you know, and, and so you want, to, you want to silence yourself so that these boys can... Um, uh, fend for themselves in the world and you know that's a that's an interesting debate I mean I understand you know as as hockey moms of boys that are adolescents coming into manhood at a certain point like in any parenting situation we have to get sensitive to when to back away and when to you know push the birdie out of the nest and, and let them go on their own um I get that, and also in particular, the the dads become important because um, the these boys have to they do better if they imitate the dad and find a way to operate in the world. Um, but when it's because the mom's voice, the mom is as quiet as as you know, gives up her voice, tells them that okay, okay, I'll stay silent because she's perceived as you know too hysterical, too loud, too you know irrational. Some of this starts to sort of ring of um, the classic ways of silencing women where they're considered to be hysterical, irrational, wound up, even getting towards gaslighting stuff like they're a little bit, you know, crazy or off their rocker. And, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just bring this subject up on the table. I don't have any answers, but I know that at the hockey rink, you know, moms are expected to do a whole lot of helping and not a lot of speaking up, certainly in discussions of plays and lines and, you know, sort of more technical aspects of the game. If I've ever spoken up in a conversation about those or even about, you know, um, my uh, impressions of professional um, highlights in, in sports games and hockey games, you know, you, you, you won't get that eye contact, you won't get an engagement or response from, from the dads. You really won't. I mean, you just, they're, they're, they just look at you. you there's definitely a place that you're supposed to occupy and a, a number of subjects you're allowed to talk about as a hockey mom and you stick to those. Um, so I think hockey's changing. I've noticed, you know, in, in, 
in British Columbia, there's this uh, CSSHL, now the Canadian Sports School Hockey League, I guess all across Canada now. And what they're doing is they're taking um, hockey and they're moving it more from the community organizations and and they're trying to basically they're trying to create a place for student athletes they're trying to create a place where academics and athletics are supported as a unit um, as a you know side-by-side pursuits and this is a way of highlighting academics because previously hockey players that showed some talent started um, playing junior hockey and midget hockey and often um, in the select teams they're playing in and their lifestyles and practice lifestyles and schedules there wasn't time to do fine at school and in the high school I grew up in you know the teachers just largely looked the other way if if, if the kids the boys missed class um, missed assignments and you know I don't I don't know how prepared these guys were for adulthood that you know not a lot of them are gonna make a living from hockey so I don't know how prepared for adulthood these guys were when they uh, graduated and probably not very and that's why the system's changing now there's these uh, CSSHL teams and there's debate around that because um, now there's like high tuition costs to get into some of these programs and so now there's um, that those are exclusive and also those are uh, drawing some talent away from the community organization so the hockey at the community organization some would say is getting weaker and the and some of the best players are leaving for this academic system on the plus so there's some negative parts to this um this trend but on the plus side um keeping academics at the forefront um is elevating the game in a sense the way in the states you see hockey being connected with colleges a lot ncaa hockey teams is where um some of the best teams that you can aspire to in the states as a kid and and I think that the connection between colleges and hockey is a good one because the kids know they got to keep their grades up. I was really proud of our coach this week. Guess what my son did last night? He had to print off his grades and bring them to practice last night because the coach decided and announced in the change room that grades were going to be part of this thing and he needed over a 2.5 GPA to um, stay on the team. So I thought that was like a major, major victory. Anyways, all this is to say that, you know, hockey right now is still a macho place. And as a person who's put themselves out there as a representative of the hockey lifestyle, um, I want to just take a minute to speak up for women's voices. uh, And I want to, um, you know, I can't vote for the U.S. election today, but I can vote for women's voices being heard. And that's what I'm doing with this podcast. And, and, you know, uh, like many women, I'm just incredibly motivated to you know be pleasant and not say things that would offend people and 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 you know that I just go through to just turn myself inside out sometimes about putting this podcast out there because I'm so critical of you know what I bring but at the same time I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm like I'm like no bring what you are and this is my message to other women other hockey moms and listeners, you know, the w- women need to bring what they are and own it and be in it confidently and share that. And in my case, I enjoy um, creative creativity, creative projects like this, and I enjoy hockey and I just couldn't be more thrilled about NHL to Seattle. So I believe in this and I believe in doing something different and I believe in the changes that are happening in our society. So uh, in my little way, I vote for all the women who are running in the election today and and I also vote for people getting out there and participating and and bringing whatever they are uh, to the 
to the decisions at hand. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Once again, a couple more little tidbits and I will sign off for the day. Most importantly, much more important than election news, Matthew Barzell, my son tells me, has put a hockey stick on the market by CCM. So Seattle hockey fans and minor hockey players got to look for that. And uh, my daughter's team, the Boston University Club women's hockey team, beat Harvard on Sunday. I had to come back to you guys with a result from that game because I told you that they were playing and, you know, I'm happy to say that um, they beat those nerds from Harvard. (laughs) Just kidding. We love academics and hockey. Um, Anyways, so this is Holly coming to you live from Seattle. I love creative projects and trying out new media platforms, so I'm talking on this station, sharing my love of hockey, and hoping to connect with other sports fans like you who want to improve their hockey IQs, or maybe they have a lot and they just want to listen to me. I'm keeping it super real and personal, so I think there is a more fun and accessible way to relax and learn about pro hockey, minor hockey, women's hockey, and life in Seattle, Washington. Talk to you next time.